0: Dink,
1: mm, dink, 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 dink. Welcome, Marvel. You and your tink top. Wow. Welcome,
0: Marvel, to the Genshin Podcast. You know where you are. How many fingers i am holding up?
1: He doesn't know how to count. This
0: episode is brought to you by Postmates. <laughs> Guys, are you craving Taco Bell right now? Because I feel like I may be out of line here, but I feel like some of you are craving Taco Bell.
1: Are you a mind reader? Are you psychic? Listen,
0: okay, I'm not going to get into details, but not I think clickbait? you're craving Taco Bell use code JennaJulian on Postmates, it's a good thing, okay? And you can get the Taco Bell. You get $100 off free delivery credits for your first seven days. So use code JennaJulian. That's just our names next to each other. Download the Postmates app, get food, use our names at the end.
1: We've Postmated so much food this weekend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's actually like a really great thing for when you're hosting. Mm -hmm. Like we had uh, Jeff... Jeff and his girlfriend came over last night. We watched the fights together. Who is
1: awesome, by the way? I fucking love her. She's pretty great. I fucking love her.
0: Her name's Rachel. She
1: was making me laugh so hard. I think it's the first
0: girlfriend of Jeff that I've ever met.
1: Yeah, sorry. We're not trying to talk about you, Jeff. I love you, Jeff. We're
0: talking about you. (laughs) No, we got to hang out with Jeff, Jolene, Rachel. It was fun. But before, like, they have you know different diet dietary needs and different food preferences than us, so. You know, I was like, what, what do you eat? And Which we're like,
1: used to, because it's usually us that are the ones that are like, oh, yeah, no, it's no problem. We just can't eat anything. <laughs> yeah,
0: because he's ketogenic and that's, you know, a very specific diet. So mm-hmm. I um, I was like, what do you eat? He was like, does this restaurant deliver to you? And I was like, yep, it's on Postmates. He's like, this is what I want. Okay, got it. <laughs> and then that's it. Like, I don't have to cook. It's like amazing.
1: Then we can all sit and eat.
0: I mean, all sit and eat.
1: But like whatever we're supposed to eat, you know, it's lovely.
0: Um, so we're alive. The earthquake didn't kill us. We're oh, safe. Geez. We've I've had so many people reach out and like also on Twitter, just messages all kind of all over the place. Yeah.
1: Thank you guys for that. That's thank very you. thoughtful and kind. I've yeah. also talked to both of my parents. Same. Same. My brother.
0: <laughs> yeah. I talked to my mom. So we were on stream. There's actually a clip. We were uh, streaming live. live when the second earthquake hit, which was the bigger one. And well, why
1: don't you talk about the first one? Fourth of July one.
0: Rewind.
1: <laughs> <Earthquakes>.
0: The first <laughs> no, earthquake, we bed. were uh, in bed, slowly loafing our way awake. And it hit. And we start feeling it. And it's just like, it just kind of feels like things are just like slowly shaking. You're like, oh, okay, there's an earthquake. And we look at Bunny's cage and she's just standing up. do the thing what was she doing she was doing the no the who who was the oh lil kim Kim. (laughs) that's what bunny looked like she was just standing in her crate and was like what's up (laughs) she wasn't scared though she was just like curious like the earthquakes never scared bunny in fact when the second one hit we were you were very concerned about like her yeah we were streaming live i took my headset off you took your headset off and you went right to bunny we're like bunny it's okay it's okay but she was like cool she was like what is this okay but it was it was gnarly. So the first one hit and it was like shaky, shaky. We were like, damn, that was an earthquake. But it wasn't like really scary or anything. We just kind of felt it. It was like, okay, we felt that.
1: that. that I feel like that's the kind that I've felt since I've lived in Southern California where Same, it's honestly. a little short and then it's over and then you're like, okay.
0: And it never feels like it's increasing. It's all just this like steady shake, shake, dead. But then the second one came when we were streaming and that one was gnarly because- It was not fun. It was not fun. It was the way it's very, very, very difficult to describe what it feels like to experience an earthquake like that to anyone who hasn't experienced it. There's no real way to relate it to another experience in life. It's like the earth is fucking shaking. Like nothing that you think matters- matters anymore because mm. the earth is shaking mm. and you like you don't know when it's going to stop you don't know if it's going to get worse you don't know you just don't know anything and you feel so small and insignificant so it was shaking it was shaking Our, my mic arm was going like this the camera was shaking on stream and we look outside and the pool is just like this fucking rapids there's like waves and it's crashing over it was just bizarre and then it started to get a little crazier it was like a little bit increased in mm. the middle there and, and you know, it got kind of spooky and then it slowly died down, but it lasted close to a minute for us. Yeah. Um, and I've, I'm 27, I've been in Southern California all 27 years of my life. That was the worst one I've experienced. Um.
1: And you were a baby in the 94 Northridge. I was a baby in
0: the 94 Northridge earthquake. So technically I've experienced worse, but I don't remember it cause I was two years old. Um.
1: After that earthquake, though, they did a lot of retrofitting in, like, Santa Monica and other areas, like, where you grew up, which is a good thing. Yeah. You know, they go into old buildings or, like, parking structures especially are pretty vulnerable. They've retrofit a lot of those because the damage of the 94 earthquake was, from what I've read, is, was not fun no, for a I lot don't. of people. And people lost their homes and, you know. That was a gnarly one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and And we
0: uh like four four or five years ago, Jen and I used to live in Westwood, and there was an earthquake where the epicenter was westwood, so we were on top of the epicenter, uh, <laughs> yeah, so well, that one was uh, when we were talking intense, about
1: right? how sure. the dogs reacted during that Westwood earthquake, which was I think only like a four or something like that, but when the epicenter is under you I, like i Listen, I'm not a, a, an earthquake. Are you a
0: seismologist? I'm not
1: a seismologist. <laughs> are you I mean. a mixologist? I'm a mixologist. But when the earthquake is pretty shallow, or obviously if you're closer to the epicenter, it's more violent shaking. Like I've seen a lot of clips, obviously, of earthquakes on Twitter and the internet. You know, when people are at the epicenter, it is very violent. It is very terrifying. And it
0: can make a four feel like a nine.
1: Exactly. Rather, and, um, well
0: not really but sort of well i mean yeah it well it feels like a much more intense number on the richter scale when
1: you're close yeah, yeah. because it was a 7.1 magnitude earthquake the one that we had but because we're a hundred miles away from the epicenter it didn't feel that bad it but for those people that are near that mm-hmm. that is a terrible Terrifying. terrible yeah. earthquake. and you see
0: videos of like the liquor store and things like that, where things are just completely thrown everywhere. You're like, okay, well, that's right. the epicenter.
1: So the one in Westwood that we had, the epicenter was literally in Westwood, mm-hmm. and it was only about a four. But that was
0: that you know, was the one where the guy jumps under the desk on the news station. Yeah, that was that one. Yeah,
1: and if an earthquake is more shallow, it feels very shaky and very vibrating. And if it's pretty deep, it that those are like the rocking ones. But the the one in Westwood was either kind of shallow or just like directly underneath us because the like, shaking was very violent. Yeah,
0: it was like vibrating. It
1: woke us up out of our sleep. And that's when the dogs all started barking. They're like freaking out. That's that's the kind of one where like all of your stuff is making noise. Like everything is the just rattling. Ma- yeah. 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 But the one that we had. It's like
0: the scene in a, in a superhero <laughs> movie when the bad guy's flying in and it's just like, bub, 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 you know? It's right.
1: Like- the one that we had. Um, The other day, if the the closest thing I could compare it to is being on a, a rocking moving ship, but like you're rocking pretty fast. And there is the most eerie thing about that is that there is no sound other than your house making noise and our pool splashing.
0: There's no sound.
1: So like the world, it just sounds quiet. Everything sounds silent, but then you'll hear like the door was open. So the door was sort of like slapping the door frame. And like, so the dogs aren't alert. They're not like... Oh, things are falling. But I was afraid that, you know, we've seen Bunny when she gets in that anxious state. She'll run into the yard. Like, we don't know what she would do. If she would try and jump out of the yard. Like, it's it's scary. So I wanted to make sure that she was okay. Yeah, we because were, like right
0: on top of These
1: her. guys might start barking. We already know what they'll but do. But they're not going to run away. They're not going <laughs> to run away. They're not going to panic. They're yeah. just going to be assholes. I don't know what Bunny's going to do. Yeah. So I was pretty nervous yeah. for her. Because the first one, she was in her crate which made me feel a little better. Yeah, she's doing a little Kim dance in there. But that one, because the door was open, I was afraid that she was going to start panicking. And I don't know where she would go. It's very difficult to, you know, like she was great during the fireworks. We're lucky enough to live... In a place where it's dry and we have hella fires, so people aren't really out here lighting a lot of fireworks Not a lot.
0: There are still some, but not nearly as much as like proper LA. But we
1: kept the door closed and just made sure that there was like sound in the room and Bunny was totally fine. She didn't want to go to the bathroom outside during that like, you know, 7 to 10 p.m. ish, Mm -hmm. which I didn't blame her. But we didn't have a problem at all. But I do think if we were in a place where there were allowed fireworks, she would not enjoy them. But yeah, it was. It's fucking scary. Obviously, that's the largest earthquake that I've been in since I've lived here.
0: Yeah, but you're right though. I mean, now thinking back to the Westwood one, it was very different. This one was a, a slow shaking ship is a good is a good way to describe it. But it was still. But it's the world. It was yeah, like, fuck, man. It's not just like your desk moving or like the shelf moving. It's like your whole fucking house and your pool and the ground underneath you and your cars in the garage, things like that. It's just like, fuck.
1: I think the the kind scariest crazy. thing about an earthquake to me is that like, we have a plan, you know, and we have a go bag and we have, you know, a basic understanding of what you should do in an earthquake, which is what most people try their best to have. Mm-hmm. But, an earthquake comes at any time, anywhere. So you could have a plan and then be at a Shawn Mendez con- concert, and all of a sudden it's oh, like shit. now you don't have a plan.
0: At least I'm fucking going out in style. You I know? saw people
1: tweeting that they were at the Shawn oh, concert. Oh, when it happened, yeah. And oh, then it's wow. like, okay, you're I was in, like, that was a random. You're in this massive of... room full of people. Like, yeah. what's your plan now? Or yeah. you're, you run to the grocery store. Or you're at a movie theater. I saw a lot of people were at a movie theater. Or, yeah. You know.
0: Did you and, see the video of that <laughs> restaurant in the epicenter? Yeah. That was pretty crazy. Yeah, the 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 light light fixtures fixtures were swinging, and then you saw people start to panic a little bit and run around. Um, That that to me is more of a scary situation than anything. Is being Mm -hmm. in a public place with other people not only, like aside from the fact that you might not be with your loved ones, right? You're in a public place amongst other strangers Mm -hmm. who may be reacting poorly or whatever. To a situation like that, which just might make everything kind of worse. Right. Like I saw in that video, people were yelling and running and maybe not being like as, I don't know, mentally prepared or calm or whatever as calculated. It's hard to stay calm. it, It is, it is. But it's like it also that sort of behavior can like, induce more of it. It mm-hmm. can create more panic. And <clears throat> and so, I don't know, that that video was creepy because of the light fixtures, but also just because it's like, fuck, I forgot what people can, like, people do sometimes. It's
1: hard to stay calm. Yeah. Well, especially since, you know, when the 4th of July one happened, it was like, oh, it's just an earthquake, you know, and then you, you immediately go on Twitter, you look where the epicenter is. Is this the San Andreas fault? No. Oh, it, what's going on? Yeah. It was the surly... I don't know what it was called. Doesn't matter. Something. So then, when we had the second one, it's on the same fault line. So now, as of now, we still have a one in is a one in ten. I don't know. Her name is Doctor Lucy.
0: Something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. You want to look it up? She's dope.
1: Yeah. Uh, Says we have about a one in ten or one in twenty chance of having a larger earthquake. Lucy Jones. Lucy Jones. Yeah. But we have a 9 out of 10 chance that that was the earthquake and today, that we're done.
0: Today she tweeted, a day or two after every big earthquake of my career, we hear rumors that an even bigger earthquake is going to happen, but we are denying it to avoid a panic. This rumor is no more true than it was after Northridge, mm-hmm. Landers, or Hector Mine. There's also always someone who claims they know a big quake is coming. This is not a scientific assessment. Lucy out here spitting facts.
1: Right. So because the 4th of July one happened on that fault line and then a larger one occurred on the same fault line, the biggest one now becomes the earthquake and the July 4th one is considered the foreshock. If we were to have a bigger earthquake on that same fault line, then that becomes the earthquake and the two previous are the foreshocks. But anything after today, if it's smaller, is considered an aftershock. So hopefully... Hopefully, that one was considered the earthquake, and that we're not getting a bigger one than that because I'm all fucking set. You feel me? Yeah,
0: yeah. And I, um, I actually just posted a picture, um, kind of a flat lay image with labels of our go bag, yeah. and I might go over it right now. I think that might actually be kind of good to talk about. I don't know. People seem interested to know what we packed in our in our emergency safety go bag, where you have a bag packed for emergencies like. An earthquake, any sort of fire, natural disaster, yeah. fire, blackout, anything like that. Um, and so basically when the earthquake happened on the 5th, Jen and I, we were, like I said, we were live on stream. We took a pretty long BRB. We paused stream and... Um, and buffed the go back and kind of walk, walked ourselves through the plan a little bit of and what we were going And moved the Madrina's do. fridge. And moved a couple things around. We have a fridge, <laughs> like a mini fridge on a desk in the game room. Full so, of
1: Madrina's coffee.
0: So we, lo- we you, put Madrinas. it on the floor and taped it shut because the last thing we want in the fucking earthquake is for a fridge full of coffee to slam on the ground right next to our dog who we rescued.
1: Right. It's right by Bunny, which yeah. is why we put it on the ground and then taped it shut. Um, but I mean. We also d- zip tied some of our. Uh, kitchen cabinets. Yes. Closed.
0: And then when we had company last night, I was like, let me cut these zip ties off so I could get you some water. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I'll give you, I'll give you the little, like a short rundown of like what we have. Um, and some of them I've kind of put, put in there on my own accord and some of them I've looked up for being like good things to have in a go bag. Mm -hmm. But, um, so we have a fanny pack and inside the fanny pack, I have things like a multi tool, spare car key, pliers, Battery zip ties, a knife, lighter deodorant, phone cables, um, external power, and a can opener. A little low-profile can opener that we just got. Uh, we have spare glasses for Jenna and contacts. We have a car AC adapter. Um, we have dog food, dog calming chews, and spare dog leashes and harnesses. We have a travel mug where the handle is actually a carabiner so we can clip onto things. We have spare shoes, spare garbage bags. We have two large tarps which I think is a pretty huge thing to have in a go bag because it's super cheap to buy and it's, it doesn't take up much space in the bag. But in a situation where you need to stay dry, like those are very important. Tarps have a lot of uses. A lot of uses, tarps and duct tape. Um, we have n 95 respirators, which I kept. I bought a box for when the fires happened and we kept them. So we put a bunch in the mm-hmm. go bag. We have some water bottles and then we have self-filtering water bottle ca- canteens where it's like, you can fill it up with river water, and it filters it so you can drink it. Uh, we have tablets, aqua tablets, which purify water, spare contact lenses. I already got that. Um, Kermit's meds, some spare cash, um, mixed nuts, like a giant couple of bags of mixed nuts. Which and,
1: Peach has gotten into a couple which times. Pete's,
0: Peach has found her way into the go bag. So now <laughs> when emergencies are afoot, we have to also watch out for our food-driven dog <laughs> to not ruin everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, We have cans of beans, peanut butter. Um, We have this lantern that is crank powered and it also serves as a USB charger. So in a situation where you have zero power and zero external batteries, you can crank charge the lantern and not only will it provide light, but it provides juice that you can plug your phone into. So that's really nice. Um, Then another lantern, a couple of flashlights, feminine products, ibuprofen, um,
1: freeze-dried dog food freeze-dried dog too. food oh uh,
0: yeah freeze-dried is important to okay. know yeah so it stays good umbrella and that's kind of it i mean um you well, we know have we're a s-
1: big sleeping bag too
0: yeah so not in the bag there's a sleeping bag a tent a dog crate that we care- take with us and lately like the go bag is right there
1: yeah
0: uh we've been taking it with us to every single room in the house that we go to so if we go to bed we bring it to our bedroom if we go to the stream we put it in the stream room we go to
1: just because we're still room. on high alert earthquake watch
0: which, by the way, Bunny is right here, um, and we were talking about it the other day, like we kind of have an ideal situation for if anything, were to happen because we're all always in the same room, yeah, so
1: yeah, but we're all I mean together. that's you know even that's scary as well. It's like, okay, you, we have a plan for each room of our house because we're usually all together in mm-hmm. the same room, you know a, a heavy desk or table or something to get under for yeah. the most part, yeah um. But, you know, you could just go upstairs and be in the shower for 10 minutes. (laughs) It's just, it's wild. It's a wild concept. I know. It's a wild natural disaster where all of a sudden everything you've planned for is like, doesn't fucking matter. You're in the bathtub. What are you going to do now?
0: (laughs) I know. Like you spent all this time planning and prepping. You're like, I'm going to run to the store real quick. And then the earthquake hits. You know what I mean? That's crazy, man. But, you know, there's one thing that you can't pack in a go bag, and it's Julian, pizza. Julian, Julian, Postmates will bring you pizza, Come though, on, even dude. when there's an earthquake. Postmates doesn't care. <laughs> earthquake be like, shake. Postmates be like, okay, what do you want to eat? Julian. So if you guys are um, hungry in an earthquake or not in an earthquake, also use Postmates to deliver the food that you love to your mouth with code Jen and Julian. off delivery charges for the first seven days. Check it out. You can get pizza. You can get Taco Bell. I'm not reading your mind, but you definitely want both of those foods right now. Don't look into my eyes. Who doesn't? Don't look into my eyes. Julian. What? (laughs) Phone lines are down, right? What? There's no power. You have your phone and you, there's, you know you can't call anyone, but you like you, you can you got internet? What so
1: the hell? Let's Julian. go on Postmates.
0: Three hundred sixty-five days a year, even during an earthquake. Julian, you just go on Postmates. If you've never used the app, you go on Postmates and you type in your address. Don't worry, they won't dox you, and it tells you in your area what restaurants and establishments they can pick up food from and bring it to you, so you can eat it. Um, it's super easy. You see the Postmate on a little map. So you can see how how far they are. And um, if you need to have a snack to tide you over, you're like, uh, they're going to be here in like 10 minutes. I don't need a snack. I'll be okay. So then the food gets there and you eat it all. And then you're like, earthquake, earthquake! I just got fed.
1: I don't even know how to respond to the things that you're saying right now.
0: Use Postmates. <laughs> Code gender and gender.
1: Thank you, Postmates.
0: No thanks to you, Julian. All thanks to me, and Postmates, but mainly me. No, mainly Postmates.
1: Anyways, so though, we're good. Everybody's good, and yeah, it wasn't wasn't my favorite thing, but yay. Yeah, I hope everyone. What everywhere. you sign up for when you live in. Yeah. I guess all of California it's, really.
0: It, it is a scary thing though. I mean like I got to say like w- you know, we're together, mm-hmm. you and me and then we're all together with the dogs, but like being alone in something like that, I can imagine is a a pretty startling and unsettling experience. So, I feel for those of you who are in Southern California alone who might have had to go through that alone mm-hmm. and and kind of self soothe self soothe a little bit and and tell yourself, you know, it's it's scary and this is like literally the most like insignificant you could ever feel Mm because it's like when the earth shakes you don't matter you don't know what's going to happen and that's a scary feeling especially when you don't have someone to like sit there with you or hug or hold you know so i hope everyone's okay if you're in southern california i hope everything you know is is safe and sound for you but um yeah keep on high alert get together even if it's not a go bag Like of that size gets, get a little backpack with a couple of supplies just to have, tuck it away in your closet or somewhere where you can grab it and go in a situation, just a flashlight, first aid kit, battery, you know, stuff like that, where you just, you're not completely empty handed in a situation, you know, where you might want to just have a couple things.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, we have blackouts and stuff in the summer because Mm of the heat And every time the power goes out, all of a sudden Julian's like, be right back. He's got like four lanterns that he just cranks a few times and he like turns them on. He's like, here we go, baby, light. We're here, we're powered. You need a Mophie? Got a Mophie, got a Mophie. Here, you need some charging? Like, we're just, he's so ready for anything that that happens. It's
0: really funny. It's kind of a fun thing. I don't know. I, I enjoy it. We what when also,
1: when the power goes out and you're completely ready? Yeah, I imagine it's pretty fun. You're like showtime. Well, no, no, <laughs> I don't
0: mean I don't mean any natural disaster. It's fun. I mean when you like you sort of treat like emergency prep as a hobby a little bit, right? So you like you take pride in like what you're getting to prepare and what, what's going in the bag and like yeah. how to use everything. And you go through the the drills and it becomes like oh, I enjoy flashlights or I enjoy and these little devices and little things like that. So. Yeah. So all good. We're safe. Um, <laughs> but we do have power, right? this That's how we're able to record this podcast. But it's also how we're able to watch Nicolas Cage movies.
1: Okay. I do not know what happened. I don't know what happened. But all of a sudden, we—I like it was out of the blue. I literally was like, we should watch some Nicolas Cage you,
0: movies. You are someone who has ideas like that that make no sense. There is no... Understanding where they come from. Yeah. But they happen regularly. But like, and they're all really good ideas.
1: But the thoughts, like, I feel like I have a normal train of thought, like, all day, every day for the most part. And then every once in a while, I have one that just sort of like shoots down. (laughs) That's the only way against, I can describe it. The it just of it shoots down at me. It comes from up here somewhere and it shoots downward. Like all my thoughts are linear, and then I get one that's completely vertical. You have a thought
0: Zeus in your brain, <laughs> and he shoots a thought lightning
1: bolt down he at just, you. He takes a spear and he just chucks it at my head. It's like watch Nicholas Cage movies, <laughs> but I all of a sudden said like. And I'm a person. How many movies do I like to watch? None. You Never hate movies. I don't you, like watching you movies.
0: Jenna won't, won't let me. I've. I've watched so many of your favorite movies. I've watched Wicker Park. I've watched My Best Friend's Wedding. Yeah, I've watched yeah. so many movies that, like, you were just like, you have to watch this movie. I love this movie. It means so much to me. And you won't even sit down and watch Remember the Titans with me, dude. <laughs> I've been trying to get you to watch that movie for
1: years. We haven't, like, picked a time, but we can. But that's true. You have been a very good sport and watched a lot of shit movies. But to be fair, I've seen Stuck on You. So, I mean, it's not like I haven't watched any of You're welcome. Of them. Thank you. I I just, I got like a, a Zeus spear to my brain. and was like, I need to watch every Nicolas, listen, every Nicolas Cage movie ever made. Why? So I go on Netflix one night and I'm like, Julian, we should, we should just watch every Nicolas Cage movie every minute. And you're like, okay. So every night we go to Netflix or Hulu or whatever we have, I just type in Nicolas Cage and the, the body of work is astounding. It's,
0: it's, it's beautiful. There are it's a so thing of, many. It's a thing of absolute beauty.
1: So we started with like National Treasure, which I, while I was watching that and some of these Nicolas Cage movies, I decided the reason why I get so frustrated watching a lot of movies is because I only like two types of movies. Incredible movies or horrible movies it has to be either like it really makes me feel something it like it really blows my mind or it is the worst thing i've ever seen that's it i can't watch a mediocre film it makes me mad
0: that's perfect for nick cage
1: that, that's what I feel like. He's either made really incredible movies, or, or just the worst the thing you've worst ever seen. I've ever fucking seen. Like National Treasure to me is like when we watched Paul Blart Mall Cop. It is like almost so bad, but it's so enjoyable. Yeah, I love it. I love National it's a Treasure. It's Cinematic there masterpiece. Are hundreds of plot holes. <laughs> it's so frustrating. It is a
0: sieve. Of plot holes.
1: (laughs) You can put your pasta in it and strain it with the amount of plot holes in that film.
0: Yeah, it's, um, but you're right. It's enjoyable because it's like, I love my favorite scene that I just comes to mind is when they go to Paris or yeah, they go to Paris, I think, and they fly this like helicopter drone. At this like mini Statue of Liberty to
1: to look at the yeah to look at writing the, the writing
0: it? and he's flying this like clunky helicopter this is like in what two thousand five two thousand six no I maybe a little later know. I don't know and he's like enhanced. and he just zooms <laughs> all the way in probably like the equivalent of like a two hundred millimeter like focal length and it's like crystal clear and he's flying this like this shaky ass helicopter <laughs> it's just like oh my
1: god yeah he's remote Damn. flying a helicopter, God. My f- I think my favorite fake movie thing is Enhance.
0: Enhance. We've hacked the mainframe. Yeah, Enhance. Enhance. What is it? How are you enhancing footage? How are you increasing resolution after it's been filmed?
1: And why is the focus voice command operated? Why can you just say the word enhance and it focuses and zooms in? Enhance.
0: Enhance. <laughs> Nothing's happening. It's not real. <laughs> yeah, so we watched National Treasure, then we watched National Treasure 2. and Book then... of
1: Secrets, which I realized I've already seen both of them. Yeah, I, I... for some reason, have seen both of those films already. <sighs> Me, the person that doesn't watch any movies, has seen National Treasure 1 and 2. Oh, God. And they're both super lit.
0: And so then we took a trip down a completely different road. Meryl Streep Avenue and watched Adaptation. <laughs> and my God, that is a roller coaster of a movie. I really liked it. So my only memory of Adaptation, and I think this, Rachel said this last night, is yeah. all that you remember is that billboard. The movie where he's, poster. Where he's laying on his side and his head is a plant, right? A, like a broken planter with soil and whatever. And I never saw it. I remember I was a child or young when it came out and I would look at, I remember actually the intersection where the billboard was. It was mm-hmm. on Bundy and Wilshire and I would see it and I'd be like, that's fucking weird. Adults like weird movies, you know, cause it's like my dad would watch it and that was my only memory of it. So we were like, let's watch adaptation and oh my God, like how, how do you even, there's so much to say about that movie. The best I could relate that movie to is it's, it's got the same vibe as, uh, Burn After Reading, which was, I love that movie, but it's so fucking weird and random and makes kind of no sense sometimes, but it's just like a very weird vibe and there are things that happen and you're like, what? (laughs) And then things happen all at once and Nick Cage plays two Nick Cages. He plays him and his twin brother and for some reason, every scene, he's (laughs) talking to his twin brother, his twin brother's sitting on the floor. Like sitting on the floor. Mm-mm.
1: It's it, it was great. It was aware of itself. I don't care. But I don't care.
0: Yeah, it was no, I don't there care. was there was a meta aspect to it. Like I, don't, I appreciated that.
1: I don't care about the film. I want to watch Nicolas Cage's Body of Work. That film was good. I enjoyed myself. It was I enjoyed myself about too about orchids. I really liked it, which as the lover of plants, it was great. You got Meryl Streep is sometimes a little funny, gets very fucking meta at the end. Loved it. Good time. But I feel like in the 90s we all thought Nicolas Cage was this seriously talented actor and we were talking about this last night. Yeah. I feel like in the 90s and like parts of the 2000s, right? You have these actors that are on top of the world. There's the if it's like your dad's like, "Oh, there's a new Nicolas Cage movie out. We're going to watch. We should we should go watch yeah, it." Yeah. Because you just rely on the 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 actor to carry the movie Mm -hmm. which is like that old hollywood model it's like you're there for the actor we need someone to headline this film to put put the asses in the seats you Mm -hmm. know so let's get nicholas cage and then people are like oh i bet it's probably good it's nicholas cage Mm -hmm. right so these people walk around they have the biggest egos they can do whatever they want they get paid millions of dollars and you know the worst criticism they might face is like a movie critic right Mm -hmm. because you don't have the internet or some people might say it wasn't very good but doesn't matter matter, they'll still book another movie yeah yeah. you know that they might make a couple bad movies but they're still julia roberts you know you'll still get another job after that what why yeah which one is that
0: no i got it
1: you know what i'm saying yeah for sure but i feel like in the 90s we all thought he was like this incredible actor which he is yeah but we thought all of it was an act until you look at the body of nicholas cage's work and you're like (sighs) Was he actually acting during any of that? Is some of this just not acting at all? It's just Nicolas Cage. What's that the YouTube video that we love so much? Nicolas Cage freak out.
0: Nicolas Cage freak out compilation.
1: Yeah, so he's like yelling and screaming and I I was like, imagine being a screenwriter, right? Like this this film is your baby. Like you you write this film and yeah. they're like, "All right, we got a big we got a big actor attached. So it's Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. You bring him in, And you do 10 takes of this one scene that you've written very clearly. And he's just like yelling and screaming and doing these things. And we're like, I I guess we got it. I mean, it's not what I wrote or envisioned at all, but thank
0: you. When he screams the ABCs all
1: the way. You're like, yeah, I mean, I just wrote ABC and that was it. We watched that
0: whole compilation and we were watching it with Jeff and we were like, None of that was written. (laughs) None of of that was written in the script. (laughs) Like, there's a scene where he punches Kathy Bates. (laughs) Like, he slowly walks up to her and punches her. It's just like, I don't know. It's he's one of a kind. He is truly one of a kind. Anyway, so uh, we watch adaptation. Yeah, but
1: I don't like that was enjoyable. I know, I know. I'm just trying to watch Nicholas Cage. I know,
0: I know. I'm saying we watch adaptation.
1: Then we watch the Humanity Bureau. The Humanity Bureau, which is on Netflix. Oh my God. (laughs)
0: what is that movie i will say is it came out in 2017 it was only two years ago i will say some of some of it was good looking like some of the shots were pretty beautiful i like the way some of it was color graded i'm trying to go positive first some of it was color graded color graded cool um the the locations they chose to shoot at were nice
1: but that's not it's not even the worst movie i've ever seen no it is no it's it not is, no it
0: is no, not. no you need to understand that you're wrong and it is the worst movie you've ever seen <laughs> no it's not it is such horrible writing the it's like it's like someone who worked at toys r us was like here use this gun okay and action and they were all just like bruh, 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 bruh. that they like no one knew how to hold a gun that was barely it was completely immersion breaking there was no there was no situation where i felt like anyone who was holding a gun was supposed to be ever holding a gun they're all like these super secret agents
1: tell tell them what he does to the kid
0: so, this kid is on the roof. So, he's he, he, for some, the, the premise of the movie is he like falls for this woman. He's like, he works for this like secret agent. It's like this po- post apocalyptic world where he goes out to these people who are still living in this like desolate land that used to be America. And he's like, uh, Are you contributing to society? And he looks at their shit and they're like, Yes, I am. And he's like, No, you're not. Pfft, kills them or whatever. So, he goes to this like lady's house and. With no sort of like dialogue or chemistry or anything, he just is in love with her, and so that's the movie, right? Like he's just with her. Um, no spoilers. I'm not. I'm not going to tell the spoilers. People be trying to watch the. I'm not going to tell the spoilers since it's only a two year old movie. Just I'm not going to tell, tell them what. Hold on, hold to on. Kids. I'm getting there. Let me get there. I'm giving a little synopsis. Okay. May I synopsize? <laughs> Por favor. So, so he's at this woman's house. She has the son. The son decides, hey, I'm a son. I'm going to climb up onto the roof because that's what sons do. So he climbs up onto the roof, falls through the roof, is unconscious. Right? So he, Nick Cage runs outside. He looks at the kid. He's unconscious. Tries to give him mouth to mouth. Mouth to mouth. CPR. Listen. Yeah. He, no, mouth to mouth.
1: He didn't give the boy mouth to mouth. He did like CPR where he like did his chest.
0: Oh, maybe it was CPR. But anyway, he listened. He, like, put his ear to his mouth and he did CPR. And nothing was working. The kid was just, like, laying there. So he sits the kid up and smacks him on the back. And the kid wakes up. He's like, hey, I'm okay. Like, he didn't spit anything out. He wasn't choking. He just got slapped because in the back. Because
1: he fell off the roof of a house.
0: Well, everyone knows that when you fall off a house, you, you just need to get slapped away, Cage-style slapped in the back. Like, basically just woke the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Um, God damn it, dude. And I... I swear to God, he called like a full-on full, full on assault rifle a Glock at one point, which is just <laughs> – I think that happened. Anyway, sorry.
1: But it's – its it, I just want to watch every Nick Cage Also, film. they
0: used a green screen in every car scene. They did. They're driving a car and he's just doing this. It's like an old-timey time, old movie, you know, and the green screen's in the back. It's like, what? what? Why would someone do that? It changes – it doesn't even feel in, even remotely real. Sorry.
1: I don't it just there's something interesting to me about what he just meant. Just down. About him as a person and him as an actor. Like oh, I <laughs> <we're>, <laughs> I read the the headline the other day.
0: Is N- the title of this podcast gonna be called Earthquakes and Nick Cage Movies? <laughs> I'm just wondering, is that what we're doing?
1: The the headline was Nicolas Cage seen hanging out with his third wife shortly after divorcing his fourth <laughs> wife <laughs> and his son. And then you saw the headline. That no, it was, was... A, it was a Reddit post. It oh, was okay, Nick Reddit Cage post. walking
0: with his son, but looks like his son's imaginary friend.
1: And his son's like, you know, wearing normal clothes, like holding like a DS or something. And Nicolas Cage is wearing a top hat and a cane or something. He some looks like shit.
0: like off-brand Willy Wonka. <laughs> Weird.
1: But um, I'm just interested to see... A person's entire body of work because, you know, at some point he was this huge box office, like very talented, well-respected actor. Yeah. And I want to see like just what happened. Yeah.
0: And through because a lens, still, that through still, a 2019 lens, like what does it look like now?
1: Yeah. Cause he's still highly respected in acting. Like no one's like, no, man, that works. guy can't act. Yeah, like, no, he
0: still works. Absolutely yeah, not. Yeah.
1: And I just think it's interesting. Sometimes you, you take jobs like that, that you are like it sounds like a cool concept or like maybe like the script and some of them are very good. Like I watched another one while you fell asleep with Elijah Wood. I think it's called the trust and some of this fucking sound design and that like some of the cinematography, like really fucking good, you know, but I've never heard of this film before. I don't know anybody that's seen it and he's, you know, amazing and it's just cool yeah to see someone's career and like maybe figure out why they said yes to that movie like is it purely because you need a, a paycheck this year or like you don't care or you like the concept or i don't know what it is i see your point it's just cool
0: i see your point and, and he
1: makes me fucking laugh yeah
0: no no I, I get your point of watching the whole body of work from an actor and i also kind of am starting to understand where the the thought bolt came from Um, of watching Nick Cage's body of work because I feel like you are a person who likes to look deeper into like memes sometimes, right? And look past like why it's funny and maybe just like, let's just understand everything about it. That's what you are. You're an analytic person. You're like, I need to understand every single thing about this person or situation to make it all clear for me. And to be perfectly honest, Nick Cage is kind of a perfect subject for that.
1: He makes me laugh really
0: Because he's like Nick Cage. It's like, why not watch his whole filmography and understand like when he, when he was this and when he turned into that and like what <laughs> what it all looked like and watch it now? Yeah. It's very entertaining. I mean, we're watching the movies every night. We'll turn on a Nick Cage movie. So I'm catching like, depending on how tired I am, half a movie to like a quarter of it. The Humanity Bureau, Bureau, I made it pretty much the whole
1: thing. Yeah, Adaptation, I mean, we finish them the next like, day or two time. days later. Yeah. We'll try and pick up where we left off. It's not like we're watching a movie every night. But we have a lot of movies to go. We have a lot of content I mean, what's so fun through. about it, though, is that you can just type it into anywhere, and there's just like a, Cage. a bunch of Nicolas Cage yeah. movies that you can watch for free if you have Netflix or a streaming service. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Oh, Knight Rider. Oh, I can't wait till we get to Knight Face Rider. Face Off? Con Air? Like, I've never seen Face Off. Dude, it's it's about to go down. Yeah. I, I'm like, there's so many action films gone 60 seconds. Like, and then he I feel like there's a high volume in which he's playing like a cop.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, with a mustache. Yeah. Just I <laughs> It's almost like he he said to his agent, I want to be a cop, but I'm an actor. Make me a cop as much as you can.
1: I have seen like the wicker man. Like I saw some of that stuff. I feel like the That's wicker the man we- was. When people started being like, "All right, Nick Cage, we're not just going to see whatever the fuck you make anymore." Take it down a notch, guy. It got pretty bad reviews. Is that when he punches
0: Kathy Bates? No, I don't. Is that when I, he has the bees?
1: That's the bees. That's the bees. That's that, how to get burned. How to get burned, <laughs> how to get burned. How to get burned. How to get burned. That one. So. I don't know. I, I just, I'm interested to watch every Nicholas Cage movie that's ever made and report back to you on my findings. That's my current study. Next week, we're having Nick Cage on the podcast. Let's
0: just get a cut out of Nick Cage and put it right here <laughs> and interview him.
1: Well, our trainer, <laughs> put sound our trainer, Dustin, <laughs> our tra- <laughs> the Nicholas Cage soundboard, uh, our trainer, Dustin has like this sick fucking pinup tattoo on his arm and it's a pinup pin
0: doll tattoo, yeah, is pin just like a full girl. size girl, like like head to toe body, yeah. but like you know. And it's style. like
1: pretty old; like he's clearly had it for a very long time. And he, I guess, wasn't like a super fan of how the face looked, which is incredibly difficult to tattoo. So he had had it just lasered the off. The Face
0: is lasered off, so the whole pinup is there, but there's no face.
1: Right. It's black and gray, so it's it doesn't it's not like a color picture with no face. It's no. not creepy at all. It's like ve- the tattoo's relatively faded. And uh, he was like, you guys got any ideas what I could put there? And even before I started all this, I was like, Nicolas Cage's face. Because <laughs> the, the legs sort of poke out in his shirt sleeve so you can see her legs and her lower body. But if you just pulled it up and it was just Nicolas Cage's <laughs> face, like that is a fucking tattoo.
0: That is a dope ass tattoo. I would Why have I
1: had Nicolas Cage in my brain for this long? What's going on? I don't know. The fuck, dog? <laughs> What's going on? Man. I'm just, it's the most fun I've had watching movies in a while. I just cannot wait to see the next Nicolas Cage film. You just film. don't know what you're going to get. No.
0: Life is like a box of Nicolas Cage movies. You just never know what you're
1: going to get. But you know it's about to get wild at one point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow.
1: Maybe several points.
0: So we'll keep you posted on our endeavors um, into the Nicolas Cage sphere. Leave into, your, the,
1: into the Nicolas Cage. Wow. Leave your favorite Nicolas Cage movie in the comments.
0: <laughs> or, or don't. <laughs> it's the Nicolas Cage. Jenna and Julian enter. Only one will win.
1: Has he done any like cage. rom-coms? I desperately want to yeah. see. Should a, I pull up his filmography real Nicolas quick? A Nicolas Cage rom-com. I want to see him in a role other than like a cop. Because that's what I've seen primarily at this point.
0: Okay, let's let's look at this on IMDb. Okay, filmography. Known know for he, Face Off.
1: I know he's done a couple of horror films.
0: Oh, he was in The Croods. Oh, no, he's in The Croods too. I spoiled it. He's in a movie called Jiu-Jitsu.
1: That is next. <laughs> Find it. How do we find it? He's in a find movie it? called
0: Jujitsu. How do
1: we find it?
0: Oh my God, we have to watch How that. How do we
1: find it?
0: Okay, wait a Julian. minute. He, wait a minute. He's in. He was into the Spider Verse. He was the Spider Man Noir.
1: That makes perfect sense. That makes. Per-
0: I remember actually. I remember listening to that and being like, "That's Nick Cage. That's dope." Um. Oh my God, we have to watch Jujitsu.
1: Okay, I feel like. You should – what's that, Rabbit or something where people can watch films with you?
0: Rabbit. It's called Rabbit.
1: That's it's something that site. you should – we've never even used that. It's
0: a website where you can watch movies. I don't know if the, all the movies were on there, though. Oh,
1: damn. You watch movies
0: and you can like – it's like Twitch streaming. There's because a chat Because I people.
1: desperately want to group watch jiu with you while you react to jiu
0: Oh, we should do it. We should totally do that. How
1: can we legally do that?
0: I think Rabbit – makes makes that legal i don't know how it works but i, I think people either. do that. We'll, we'll look into it because that would be a fun so group he, activity he's grug in the croods he was in the croods and the Cruise 2 which is coming next year grug i don't remember forget who that is because the cruise is one of our favorite movies i love it love the croods ghost rider obviously drive angry
1: wait what i thought you were looking at rom-coms
0: oh kick ass no nope, that's not a rom-com um mm, uh, bangkok dangerous is that a rom-com I don't think <laughs> <that>. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh. Sorry. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I don't see any rom-coms. Matchstick men. I want to see
1: on. like the, the glory days of the 90s. Yeah, Sunny. you got to keep going back. All these are like the 2000s. It could happen to you. Isn't that a fucking...
0: You're asking the king of not seeing movies. There's I don't so
1: know. many. City of Angels. That's it. That's the one with uh, Meg. Meg Ryan. That's the one I'm thinking of. Do you remember that movie? No. That Goo Goo Dolls song? Absolutely not. But these are like fucking films, man. I mean, it's, it's a body of work. It's incredible. That is a body of work. Wild at Heart looks like a rom-com. We Not have a rom-com. to watch jiu-jitsu. Vampire's Kiss. Is that the, I'm a vampire? I'm a vampire. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to watch these old ones. These look so good. How do we find them? Do we live near a blockbuster? Valley? He's in a film called Valley Girl. Okay.
0: You know what we I'm should so do? I'm so excited. We should illegally pirate all of these movies and <laughs> sell it as the Nick Cage movie collection.
1: <laughs> Sit down and watch it with your friends.
0: I just want to see what the synopsis of this movie is. Jiu Jitsu? So- yeah, yeah I please am sorry. tell
1: us what this is.
0: No, I don't want the IMDB app. Uh plot summary. A new sci-fi martial arts franchise from Dimitri Logothetis, director-producer of Kickboxer Retaliation. Just what I want to see. This is I can't. Why Jiu-Jitsu could be a B movie fan's dream come true. Oh. We're B
1: movie fans. That's we what are. we are. No, 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 no. Lower than that. We're I C movie want, fans. I want an F movie. I
0: want to see who else is. Oh, oh! I can't wait to watch this. He's got a beard in it. Wait, are there any actual like, like MMA Gracie's? fighters in yeah. it? Um, probably. I'm not recognizing any of them though. I'm not recognizing any of the cast actually, which makes me so excited. I'm just gonna discover so much when I watch jujitsu with Nick Cage.
1: You can't, you didn't find like the synopsis? That was all that was oh, all I'm
0: I think we'll leave it up to honestly. It's gonna I'm be surprised. I think we should do this on Rabbit.
1: Yeah, we should figure if we out. Could, a way. If we
0: could figure out a way, we
1: should watch Jiu on Rabbit. That'd be so fun. I'd honestly watch a lot of Nick Cage movies on Rabbit. It would be so fun. Be pretty great. Group watch Nick Cage movies. We should do that. Friends, what do you say? Join us
0: on our quest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's make enough popcorn for everyone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring your popcorn. Um, I I can't believe it, but I think this might be my favorite podcast we've done. Earthquakes and Nick Cage movies. Hell yeah. Best podcast ever. I
1: think he's becoming my favorite actor at this point. Oh? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> why, why is that your reaction? Oh,
0: I don't know. I'm, okay. just, I'm learning right. new things.
1: What no. What's wrong with Nicolas Cage being my favorite actor?
0: Not a goddamn thing. I'll tell you one thing. Once Thank I watch you. Jiu-Jitsu, he's going to be my favorite person. That's Not what only I'm actor. saying.
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: All right. Well, if you don't have popcorn, you can postmate it. Use code Julian. We'll actually look into doing the thing on Rabbit. I don't know if all the movies in the world are available for it or how
1: that even works. Please, but. I hope Jujitsu starring Nicolas Cage is on there, or else I'm going to be devastated. If not, I'll just say fuck it and download
0: it and then watch it on stream on Twitch. Julian, and we can watch Jujitsu on Twitch. What? Can't do that. Come on, you they're can't not, they don't do even that. know about Twitch. They, they, they don't Who? Even, the director of Jujitsu. <laughs> He's directing Jiu-Jitsu Two: The Streets right now. He has no idea about Twitch.
1: Too jitsu, too furious.
0: <laughs> Two jits, too furious. Two jits, too <laughs> It's like Fast and the Furious, but they're just running while they're grappling in the middle of a Tokyo street. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nick they're running and grappling at the same time. They're just
0: choking each other while sprinting down the street. <laughs> oh, God. What have we done? we've enjoyed
1: ourselves
0: (laughs) that's correct
1: oh you woke up yes Mm. don't see that's why they're unbothered during an earthquake because you're just constantly like bumping them around prepping them that's what i'm doing julian no okay you know what i i have jujitsu to watch i have to go okay fine
0: me too what do you think i'm doing later
1: Watching jujitsu. What do you think
0: I'm doing in the morning? Not going to jiu-jitsu. Watching Watch it- n- jiu-jitsu. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Um, thank you guys for hanging out and listening and watching our uh, another podcast. Thank you also for letting us take off last week for the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be back next week, and we'll be live on stream all week on Twitch and maybe Rabbit. Who knows? Please. The crazier things have happened. I hope so. Be good. Be more like Nick Cage every day. And be safe if you're in Southern California. Get your go bags ready. See you guys next week. Bye.